Our community is extremely hardworking. Mm-hmm. We're extremely cooperative. Facts. And we know how to make money. All we need is a little bit of education to know what to do with our hard-earned money so that it can grow and compound so that that American dream can actually be real. But usually when they get here, there's this economic barrier. There's mm-hmm. a glass ceiling that's very difficult to get past. Real estate can be the vehicle to help you get past it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good, man. All right. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, we good. All right. You ready? I'm ready, brother. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Maycon Show, the coolest show in the whole wild world. Shout out to 30 Esports, the coolest esports team in the whole wild world. You know about gaming, right? Of course, brother. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> Today, I have an amazing guest. He's a Latino. He's a real estate powerhouse. I try to be, yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, without further ado, my guest, Tony Acosta. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. I'm so excited to be on your show. This setup is dope, by the way. Guys, this dude knows what he's doing. I'm I'm so excited about this, man. You know, you know, all right, go ahead. <laughs> a little upgrade, you know, yeah, it never sure. hurts. How you been, bro? I'm I'm, I'm doing well. Where are you from? I'm from Utah. I was actually born in Provo. I'm an 801 boy. There we go. Yeah, but my family is from Mexico. My dad's oh, okay. from Mexico City, and my mom's from Sinaloa, northern Mexico. She's yeah, one of those cartel so members. Yeah, she's Mexican. <laughs> Yeah, it's going crazy. It's wild, dude. It's wild. What do you think about the whole situation? You have literal civil war going on in your backyard, right? So it's crazy. And I was actually thinking about this the other day of just how blessed we are. I mean, we're just here chilling, bro. Like, we don't have to worry about going outside and getting shot. And it's a very real thing around the world that people day to day, they're like, I don't, if I walk to the store, I don't know if I'm going to come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, When you have that context, it's like, damn, like, we're just so blessed, you know? Was your dream to be a part of real estate always? No, no. Actually, my dream was always to be a sports commentator. So I always wanted to be a sports commentator because that wasn't good enough as an athlete. Every five-year-old kid's dream is to play play in the NBA. So I played high school sports. I was a good high school athlete, but I wasn't good enough to play at the next level. And so when I wasn't good enough to play at the next level, I was like, okay, I want to be involved in sports in some way. I thought about doing like physical therapy, being like on a sports med team. I got into listening to ESPN and like how they commentate Mm. on sports. First take, Colin Cowherd, Skip Bayless, all these guys. And I fell in love with that. And I was like, man, if I could be a sports commentator that would be the coolest thing in the world so no i never had aspiration to be an entrepreneur to be in real estate i didn't even know real estate was bro like (laughs) my family we never bought a home like Mm. growing up we would always rent and we would rent for short periods of time so i lived i mean till the time i was 18 i probably lived in 10 different houses owning real estate was never a part of my upbringing in any way shape or form for some reason the latino mindset is rent 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 and should never be like that it shouldn't be like that because most millionaires are made through real estate yeah, exactly. And my dad didn't buy his home until probably like 2016. Wow. I helped him buy his his first home. And I remember having that conversation and I was like, dad, like, why didn't you ever buy real estate before? And his answer was revealing. He said, you know, honestly, I never really knew how to do it. I just kind of assumed that you needed a ton of money. It's, you needed tens of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, growing up not being wealthy, it just wasn't a thing. Dishing out $50,000 for a Oof. down payment, it just was not a possibility. Was not. There was a tremendous, and I still believe this, there's a lack of education yeah. in our community. There's ignorance. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Ignorance should not be a negative thing. It should be an opportunity. I'm ignorant. I have an opportunity to learn something. Even myself, I was ignorant to the fact that creating wealth means having real estate. That's where it starts. And I've seen it with so many people over the last 10 years working in real estate where, I mean, literally guys, you'll buy a little condo in Springville. They buy it seven years ago and now they sell it and they make $300,000. You know how long it would take to save $300,000? Long ass. That's so much money, right? But now you're in a position where, okay, I have this little condo, this, this, 
nice little town home, my starter home. Yeah. Now I have 150K, 225K that I can do something with. And that can be the springboard to start a business, to pay for your kid's college education. That can be the vehicle. And it can be the difference between your kid yeah. coming to UVU and getting a master's degree in psychology or having to try to do summer sales somewhere because he can't pay for college. Like It's that deep where I have seen people make six figures and that amount of money, if they use it wisely, can change their life. Owning a couple homes, it's like having workers that will always work for you no matter what. It's uh, having a bunch of robots that generate wealth for you. Yeah, and there's so many benefits. You can go deep. It's not only just the cash flow of you renting yeah. properties. Properties over time tend to go up in value. So there's the appreciation aspect of it, but there's also the tax benefits. Being a real estate investor, the tax benefits attached to that are also huge. Have you been trying to paint your home, but it just takes forever to get to? Maybe because you suck or maybe because you're just so busy. You're a hardworking person. Well, this episode is brought to you by the best house painting company in Utah, Solution Painting. Interior, exterior, stain, commercial, residential, anything you need, give them a call because, you know, they're helping out. 801-473-4861. That's 801-473-4861. Let them know Macon sent you and yeah. Back to the program. It's just about getting in the game, getting started. The interesting thing about our community is that our community is extremely hardworking. Mm -hmm. We're extremely cooperative. Facts. And we know how to make money. Yeah. <laughs> All we need is a little bit of education to know what mm. to do with our hard-earned money so that it can grow and compound so that that American dream can actually be real. But usually when they get here, there's this economic barrier. There's mm -hmm. a glass ceiling that's very difficult to get past. Real estate can be the vehicle to help you get past it. When was it that you decided like, Yo, real estate, I fuck with this. I like it a lot. So I actually got into real estate because my parents told me to. <laughs> oh, yo, I almost became a realtor because of that. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> One of my parents' high school buddies was, uh, or is still, a very successful broker. When I came home from an LDS mission, we just ran into him at a burger joint. Mm. And he was in a position where when, for all of you that don't know what a realtor does, you go out and you show homes, right? So you'll go out, you'll do home tours and stuff. When you have a lot of clients, it's difficult to show a lot of people homes at the same time. Yeah. So he had a lot of clients and he needed someone to go out and just open open doors and show people property. So he asked my mom, he's like, Hey, what's your kid doing? And my mom's like, nothing. He's got, he's got nothing going oh, no, on. He's just Latino? up to no good. <laughs> and so he's like, Hey, you know, I could, I could use some help. I'm trying to start building a real estate team and I need someone to be a showing agent. So I started doing that. And honestly, I fell in love with that very aspect that we're talking about. The what, aspect what? of seeing somebody that didn't know how to buy real estate, oh, okay, didn't yeah, yeah. know that it was possible for them. I fell in love with that process and I became good at it. Was it my goal? No. Was it my passion? No. But there was a very human side to it and yeah. I became good at it. I feel like too many of us were caught up in this culture of passion and everything has to be your passion and you got to <sighs> love what you do all the time. In at least in my tangible experience, it just wasn't that way. But it allowed me to find this vehicle called real estate that can make good money that I'm good at. Mm -hmm. And then that can then propel me to whatever my passion might be. But if you don't start something or get involved yeah. in something because you're not passionate about it immediately, <laughs> yeah. you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunities. My whole thing is I don't care what I do. I don't care if I love it or I don't love it. I love the results. The result. And if I got to do this and that to get there, boom, I'll do it. I don't care. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do it 100%. And I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how I feel. I'm going to just do it. At the end of the day, I don't have a feeling of, should I do it? No, no, I just do it. And I think that's a very smart, practical way of looking at the world because it's just, okay, if my goal is to make money, there's a million ways to make money. A million. What is the way that fits your personality the best? Who do you know? What connections do you have? There are people that are sitting on opportunities that could make a real impact in their lives because they don't love it. 
something. It's funny, right? Because if we talk about making money and a passion, right? The basketball player has a passion. He doesn't make as much money as the guy who wants to make money. That means the owner. Sometimes you got to decide, is it a passion or is it you really want to make money? People are confused all the time. They're confused. That. I think that's the correct word. And I think it starts with defining passion. For me, yes. passion is something that you would pay to do. And you would do it you for would, free. You would do it for free. Or, but you would pay to or do you it. Would yeah, pay. exactly. You know what I mean? Like if somebody said, hey, I want you to be a sports commentator, but it's a hundred grand a year. Dude, I would pay that <laughs> right away. I'm like, don't pay me, bro. Like, I just want to talk about Tom Brady exactly. all day. Like we're good. I just want to talk about Messi. Yes. I have oh. no problem with that, you know? But that's passion. But not everybody can make a living off of passion. Mm -hmm. But if you can start something, in my case, real estate, that can give you a strong foundation. Once I'm well enough financially, then I have the liberty to go start a sports podcast. Facts. Because my bills are paid. I already built something. Now I can go after the thing. Yeah. But if you reverse the order of the information, I'm like, I'm not taking no job that is not a sports commentator job. Very difficult for me to succeed. Yeah. Passion is funny, man, because at 18 years old, I thought I was going to play soccer my whole life. I wish everybody would get to their dream. Why? Because the idea was I get there and I'm no longer going to be depressed. I'm no longer going to be sad and I'm going to be so happy until I sign that contract, right? Woke up the next day and I'm still sad. I'm still unhappy. I'm still depressed. Isn't that crazy What though? the hell is going on? Before you even try to follow a passion, don't do it for anything else. Just do it. Way before you even get there. You gotta be happy with yourself. You bro. have to, bro. Because And that happens a lot in relationships too where you go out looking for a partner to fill your voids, yeah. to fill the holes in your life. And when they don't do it, exactly how you want them to do it now you label them as a bad partner <laughs> yeah. you got to be happy with yourself be content with yourself nothing's gonna make you happy you got to make yourself happy and when you take responsibility for that and you're like all right i need to be okay by myself where i'm at and then from there you build yeah but when you go out looking for validation or you go out looking for external factors to satisfy you you're very easily going to be disappointed and that's where like you said mental health yeah so now it's like oh maybe there's something wrong with me or maybe i'm the problem or I suck. And then it's this negative self-talk and it just kind of spirals until people make very serious decisions based on that. Where's your energy going? That's key. Even before I go to sleep, when I woke up, I had already been thinking that today was going to be amazing. So guess what? Today is amazing. But if people wake up, they hit themselves in the side of the bed like, ah, oh, my life sucks. Oh, the universe, your life does suck. Oh, you want more of that? Cool. And because it gives you evidence to support that idea. Yes. And I really, truly believe that life is fair. I agree with that. You know, it's a lot of people when they talk about their, oh, how hard they have it. There's always an inconsistency in their story. And 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 life is hard. It's supposed to be super it's hard. hard. Like, we're not going to sit here and say, oh, that everything is happy because it's just not true guys Not but true. when you accept that as the norm life is hard man yes. and it's hard in different ways i have my own challenges you guys have your own but it's gonna be hard once you accept that then it's like okay this is what it is i gotta find ways to work through it and get yes. better instead of being angry that it is hard in the first place because you expected something different i feel like the fact that you're sad or depressed is because you know it's supposed to be hard but you don't want to go through it i 100 been depressed when i went through it got better Got better. What? What? You know, I just got better. And th there was no like secret or anything. It was just go through the shit that you need to do. And learn what you need to exactly, learn. Exactly. Right? Yeah. We just started a podcast called the Male Mind Podcast. Mm. And we're talking about we need to become more comfortable in chaos. Yes. Oh. Wow. You need to become comfortable in chaos. It's not about making your life perfect. It's about how much imperfection can you handle? Yes. And when you say things like, oh, I stubbed my toe and now I'm mad. <laughs> oh, my Starbucks is too hot. Can't I'm, now I, I'm angry. <laughs> 
You just said yeah. it, bro. You can't handle it. So we just need to get better at understanding real challenges. Yeah. You're not going to minimize a challenge. Very real life challenges. People go through shit, dude. But it's okay. That's a given. How much can you tolerate? How much can you learn? How much can you absorb without breaking? Why do we get paid in life? Based on the severity of the problem you can solve. I'll pay you. You solve my problem. Boom. That's business. There's no other way to get money from somebody else unless you rob them, you know? But yeah. if you really want to get money, go out there and solve other people's problem. If you can't even solve your own problem, then how do you expect to get paid? Deal with yourself. If you have a problem in your life, solve it. You're going to get to a point that that turns into a curriculum. Yep. You keep solving problems. Somebody comes along, you know, you don't even know that you could make a business with. If someone says, ah, man, I don't know how to put words into a paper. Oh, I can solve it. I'll make a pencil. And, and that's how to a habit. Exactly. It starts yeah. to become a habit. But like you said, if you go out and try to solve other people's problems before you solve your own, most people try to do that and they call it business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oof. When they get, so they will go out and solve other people's problems. They develop that skill set. They don't take care of themselves. Because they get good at that skill set, they make money. Now they have the money. They assume that they should be happy because they have the money, but they never figured out their own shit. So yeah. now it's like, wait, I'm sitting here with a business. I have money and I'm still broken. Yes. Why? It's because you've got it in the wrong order, bro. Exactly. If you are happy with yourself, content with yourself, then you go out and impact the world, not the other way around. The idea of struggle, I don't know what's your take on it, but I love it, bro. It's because that's I, the only way to learn. Yes, it's exactly. like It's like going to the gym, bro. If you're not sore. Then it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> no pain no gain you know if you're not sore then you know your muscles just aren't gonna grow but it's so easy to see that in a, an athletic context yeah. but when you translate that to life it's hard like we don't want to struggle which i get it i understand that's the paradox and that's why i think there's a split between the mind the body and the soul the mind the body are both connected the soul is not i really believe that before we even got here the soul knew exactly where we were supposed to go because the brain is connected to the body the body tells the brain i'm tired and tries to protect itself from scary things like maybe getting your heart broken maybe failing at a business a long time ago you didn't want to go outside your little hut because it was dark and you could get killed yeah eaten right. by a dinosaur yeah, exactly <laughs> nowadays it's just like oh you don't want to build that business because everybody's going to make fun of you so let me just not do anything right if your soul tells your brain hey it's my time now whatever you feel i don't care i need to get there then you start learning about yourself and you start to understand yourself and then you split and then you look at your life from a bird eyes point of view you know you're not so like this because that's your brain that's your body but as your soul you see a, a stop sign and you're like damn i don't know where to go well if you look at it from here look at that place though i love that look at that road that's that's you know that's deep shit guys yeah. <laughs> listen to that no i i, I agree yeah. wholeheartedly you know because yeah. it does give you a different perspective on you on yourself on your experiences on your relationships on your interactions on your communications all of that changes when you can change the lens through which you see yourself and you see the world. Let's talk about instinct. You need to make mistakes in order for your instinct to understand what to do next. Mm -hmm. If you don't, then your instinct will always be a baby. It doesn't understand. But if you make a mistake, now it's just data that, oh yeah, if you do that, something wrong is going to happen. If you go this way, then you're going to do something good. Cool. And then so many mistakes that you make that there comes a point where you trust your instinct so much that you don't even think. You just know. You do, yeah, you just do. There, there are two ways to learn. One is through experience. Yeah. Through struggle. If we put that on a pedestal too much, we forget the other way, which is through study. I know that concept but I feel like you need to go through the you do. Doing. You do. You do. Absolutely. Oh, you're saying studying before you even do the mistake. I'll give you an example. Okay, okay. People that are engaged right now. How many books have you read on marriage? <laughs> oh, okay. Nah, yes. Bro. Zero. 
<laughs> your wife's pregnant. How many books have you read about parenting? How many podcasts yeah. have you listened to? Yeah. So yes, of course, nothing replaces the yeah. experience of having your first child. You have to do I have, both. I, I have a six-year-old, of course, and no book is going to teach me a hundred percent, but I learned so much from reading seven books on parenting when my wife was pregnant. You got to study your opponent, bro. Yeah, exactly. You have to have a sword before you even get to battle. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I get so that. you want to start a business? Great. It's going to be hard ups and downs, but you can limit the mistakes if you put in the work to try to educate yourself. When I was doing music, it was very like, I'm very confident. I'm very confident around people. When I was alone, I was a mess. Now, when it comes to the show, I'm alone. Oh, it's 3 a.m. Ah, it's all good. I got three hours to sleep because I got to wake up at seven. It's all good. Let's go. Let's go. Because I know that the next level is right there. And if I don't push myself, I'm not going to get there. But what if you would have told yourself that your show sucked every day? What if you were just like, yeah, my video sucks. My audio blows. Man, I, I can't get the good guests. Oh, man. My, you know what I mean? You wouldn't be here, bro. You, you know what's funny, though? My brain was telling me that every single day. I'm just like you. I'm just like that guy who feels like everything sucks. But my soul was telling me, shut the fuck up, you fucking bitch let's fucking do this let's get up start a show with your iphone 6 it's right? gonna be shit it's gonna it, be it was, shit bro go back, go back to my first episode it go was back, the shittiest back. shit ever right <laughs> by the 10th episode my brain hit me again and i was like yo this shit sucks this quality is not good and i was like shut the fuck up isn't that a crazy internal it's dialogue though so funny dude it's wild you have to teach yourself you have to prove yourself wrong and i tell my wife this all the time because my wife is very self-critical she's actually mm. gonna see this clip she's probably gonna get mad at me but um <laughs> <laughs> she has very high standards for herself. She's a photographer. Yeah. So she does brand photography and things like that. So when she starts to have that negative self-talk, I say, hey, be nice to my wife. Ooh. I tell her that. There's this duality, bro. Yo, I just got goosebumps. Right? That's fucking dope. There, that, that's like, there's, <laughs> there's this duality within yourself of your own self-talk. Someone's telling you, your brain's telling you your podcast is shit. And then there's another voice that is like, no, keep doing it. So I, I tell her, I'm like, hey, leave my wife alone. Damn. Like, leave her alone. She has such high expectations for herself and she wants to win and she wants to get it fast and she starts to you know, denigrate herself. And whenever I say that, it kind of puts her back. So what I would say is be nicer to yourself. I remember the first time I said that, she kind of stopped. She kind of thought about it. She just started to cry. Wow. So I was like, dude, like, be nice to my wife. Like, leave her alone. She's trying. We talk about self-love at a superficial level. It's like yeah. cliche. Everybody hashtag self-love. Love yourself then. Be yeah. nice to yourself. Give yourself the benefit of the doubt. Be patient with yourself. Allow yourself to grow and understand. Like, don't talk so much shit on yourself. Imagine if somebody talked to your kid the way you talk to yourself. Oof, yeah. Dude, you would drop kick a baby, bro. Like, yeah. you would you would not allow that to happen. Yeah. You would not allow your kid to be bullied the way you bully yourself. When you were young, people would make fun of you if you talked to yourself. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> who the hell are you going to talk to? If you don't talk to yourself, that's crazy to me. You know that concept of why... <laughs> religion was made, right? Enlighten me, brother. At the beginning, our brain was so small that we didn't understand consciousness. Our brain started getting bigger. We started to listen to a little voice in our head. Mm, like, what is this? What is that? Is that God speaking to me? Mm. But no, it was just humans that started developing a consciousness and we started talking to ourselves. And then people started taking us, it was a higher power, but it was you just talking to yourself. So we had to put a label on it, try to explain it exactly, away. Exactly, because imagine trying to understand, holy shit, am I a crazy person? Like, there's a voice inside of here. It's the spirit. You're fighting against yourself like oh, i don't want to go hunt today yeah so it's like <laughs> the angel and the devil like yeah. we we had to give it a name if you could go back in time tony what would you tell yourself i would tell myself just one simple thing your parents are trying mm, wow they're trying that's a good one they're gonna fuck it up but they're trying yeah for a long time i judged my parents very harshly i try to change my parents i try to make them what i thought they should be 
And I've since discovered that they did the best that they could. And they're tremendous people. They made mistakes. They had their reasons for their mistakes. They had their own traumas that they were dealing with. But growing up, especially as, as a teenager, I didn't give them the benefit of the doubt. I was very hard on them, very critical on them. And I wish I would have just cut them a little bit of slack. Instead of changing them, probably you needed to change yourself. Bro, I, I've been in the same boat. I understood something and then I was like, hey, family, everybody needs to understand this. And it's like, no, 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 no. Now you need to imply it on your life and it will just show you lead by example. My ego was so large mm. that I felt like it had to be my way or the highway. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was the smartest person in the room and I was the one that had the right perspective on it. And it just wasn't true. Cut your parents some slack, call your mom, call your dad, because eventually you're going to get that phone call saying they're gone. Yeah. And if you don't do that, then you're going to hate yourself for the rest of your life. Really means the world to me. You know, you came here, you have a lot of knowledge. Yeah, I appreciate that. You're a Latino, so it's always cool when two Latinos can understand themselves. A huevo. That's cool, bro. <laughs> Next thing we got to do is Spanish. Let's do it in Spanish. <laughs> but yeah, bro, uh, anything you got to tell the people? Where can they find you? So I'm on social media, just Instagram, Facebook. You can just look me up. Tony Acosta.us is my English content. .mx is my Spanish content. Yeah, we're just... We're just here, bro. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here with you, brother. Yeah. That's love. <laughs> and for you guys, you could be anywhere else in the world, but you're right here with us right now. Vibing, chilling. As I always say, you know, stop cheating on your girl, man. Stop <laughs> cheating, man. Oh, you know about that, Tony? It's she crazy. She's gonna find bro. out. Bro, she's gonna find out. It's the algorithm. You're it's thinking about algorithm. it too much. You're gonna get caught, you know, and then the life is gonna suck. You're gonna go into deep depression. Join e Verity Esports, you know. Uh, once you start playing games, you become a virgin again. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is fact. But yeah, thank you guys so much. Tune in every Saturday, 9 a.m. And love you guys. Go to sleep early. Peace out. <laughs>